We're learning Daflam and starting from the Mishnah. The first word in the Amr. Shalom. We're going to have a bunch of Mishnahis here. We're all going to be discussing pretty similar cases, honestly. A little small tweets here and there. We're going to figure out the style, the concepts, but really Daflam brings together a lot of things that we've already seen. So here we go. Shalosh Ha'achim, you have three brothers, which we call them Reuben, Shimon, and Levi. Shalom, Mr. Shayachayos. Two of the brothers, Reuben and Shimon, are married to two sisters. Whereas the third one, let's call him Levi, is married to a random, unrelated woman. One of the sister's husbands, let's call him Shimon, dies without children. So Shimon dies. It's now the even scenario. So what happened? So Levi did Yibam. Well, it makes sense that Levi did Yibam and not Shimon, and not Reuben, right? For, for Reuben, it would have been an Arabah. And now he dies without children. So now, now that Levi died, he's leaving two women. He's leaving two widows over to Reuben for Yibam. He's leaving a wife's sister, because now he's got Shimon's wife, and that's the wife's sister. And he's also leaving, he's also his tzara, the co-wife. So the Mishnah teaches, that the first widow, Shimon's widow, we're calling her the first. What do we mean she's the first? She's the first because she was the first one to fall to Yibam. In other words, Shimon already died, and this woman fell to Yibam, and Levi married her. So we're going to call her the first one, Shimon's wife. She's Yota, she's exempt, she doesn't need Chalitza or Yibam, Mishum Achosisha, because she's Ruvain's wife's sister. Ushiniah, the second widow, Mishum Tsarasa, because of the co-wife. So is there any, anything too, too novel to you in that halacha? Not really. I mean, it's honestly just to, pretty much just saying over an interesting case of uh, Achosisha, and how it exempts the co-wife, right? Maybe a simpler case would have just been that Reuven had, a, it was just two brothers and, and married two sisters, and, and there was also a co-wife in the picture. But the mission made it a little bit more complex by giving us a Levi who was not married to his sister. After Reuven, after Shimon died, then Levi did the Yibam, and Levi had another wife. And now that Levi's dying, we're saying that this, the co-wife is exempted from the Achotzisha that's now together with her. Here we go. Here's a little twist here in the Mishnah. Also, of a maze. Let's say after Shimon died, Levi didn't do Yibum, but he did Mimer. And remember, what do we come out Mimer? Maybe leaving aside Beishamai's Beishamai's novel opinion. Mimer is going to be mixed. Mimer is a rabbinic type of kedushin that's chal liyavama. It's only a partial relationship. It's not full. It's somewhat there, somewhat not. So now, what's interesting about the scenario that Levi does Mimer and then he dies before he had a chance to do Yibum is that it makes it that his current wife, the co-wife is somewhat of a co-wife to the Achazisha, but she's also partially not a co-wife to the Achazisha. Because the Achazisha was partially brought in through the Mimer, but then in the Zika was somewhat brought in, but on the other hand, the par- partially was not brought in. So now Levi's own related wife will be partially a Tzaras Ereba. Does that make sense? If Levi fully takes in Shimon's widow, so now the, his own wife is a, is a classic Tzaras Ereba. But if he does Mimer, it's only a partial Tzaras Ereba. So therefore, what's the Halacha? So now, after Mimer, Mimer leaves you in the grid because since it's a partial Tzaras Ereva, so it's usher to the extent that you can't do Yibum, Tzaras Ereva can't do Yibum. But even though normally a Tzaras Ereva doesn't need Chalitza, she has no Zika, here, Klape, the part that she's not a Tzaras Ereva, there is a Zika. So Klape, that part, we're going to say that she's going to require a Chalitza. All right, so now, again, not such a novelty here in the, any line of the Mishnah. So the novelty is really in the implication. Says the Gemara, time and David The only reason why Levi's own unrelated wife, why the reason she doesn't do Ibum is only because Levi did Maimer. Allah The implication is, let's say Levi didn't do Maimer. So let's, what would that mean? That would mean Shimon died, and then before Levi did anything, before Levi did anything, he died. Let's say he didn't do Maimer. So Shimon died. There was a scenario of Yibam. Nothing happened. 
Levi dies right away, then the implication would be the unrelated girl, Levi's own wife, would even do Yibum with Ruvain. Where do we see that Diak in the Mishnah? Because the Mishnah says, if I do Maimer, if Levi did Maimer, that now makes his current wife somewhat of a Tsar's Erva. The implication is that without that, without the Maimer, if it just would have been Levi dying, then there wouldn't even be any partial Tsar's Erva. She could even do Yibum with Ruvain. And that's a Chiddush. Why? Because remember, we learned the din of Yesh Zika, that the Zika alone is treated like a marriage. So if a Zika alone, Mitra Rabbanan, is treated like a marriage, and even without Maimar, as soon as Shimon dies, his wife has a Zika to Levi, not to Ruvain, because it's Achazisha, but to, only to Levi, and Ye Zika, so we should say it's somewhat like they're already married. And if it's somewhat like they're already married, so then Levi's own unrelated wife is somewhat of a Tsar Sarva just because of the Zika itself. So Amar Nachman, Zosam Meres, this informs us, the Tana comes to teach us, Ain Zika, that even where there's only one brother that the Zika is forcing to, like in our case, when Shimon dies, the Zika is only Levi, not to Ruvain, Ruvain's married to the wife's sister. So, 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 so there's only Zika to Levi. We see from here that Zika is not treated like marriage, even if it's only to one brother. Now we can understand. If Mimer would be done, and Levi took her in partially, now his wife is a Tzar Zerva. But if Levi wouldn't do Mimer in Zika, the Zika alone would not make Tzar Zerva. So the takeaway of, the, of our Mishnah is that, is that, uh, that our Tana holds in Zika, even if it's only to one brother. All right, and we're going to come back to that. All right, that was one Mishnah. Here we go. Now we're going to, everything is a slight twist and a variation from Mishnah and Mishnah here. So Mishnah number two. Shalosh Ha'achim, you have three brothers, call them again, Ruben, Shimon, and Levi. Shimon, 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 and Shimon are married to the two sisters. Vechon, Asri, Nachos, Levi is married to the unrelated woman. Mesa, Nachri, Nachos. In this case, Levi dies first. So there's a Yimam scenario. So it's mutter to both. So one of the sisters' husbands, let's just say, call him Shimon. Shimon took Levi's wife. Vames. Now Shimon dies. So now there's two widows who are falling to Yibam. What are the two widows? Shimon's own wife, who is a sister to Ruvain's wife, and the new pickup, Levi's widow, that now is a tzara of that Achosisha. So Harishona, the first wife, it's interesting we're calling her the first wife. Here we're calling, the first wife here means Shimon's original wife, the sister. So the sister is Yosem Shem Achosisha, right? It's Ruvain's wife's sister. Ushnia, the second one, the second one that Shimon picked up, Levi's ex-wife, the widow that he did even to, Mishim Tsarasa, she now will be a Tsaras Erva. And again, is there too much of a chiddush to that? Not, doesn't sound particularly novel at all. In fact, it even sounds like a smaller chiddush, as the Gemara will point out. Whereas Azabah Maimer Vamez, let's say when Levi dies, Shimon only does Maimer. So it's not going to be a full Tsaras Erva, because he only did Maimer. So Levi's wife, the widow, Levi's widow is not fully together with the Achosisha. And now Shimon dies. Without children, and now the unrelated woman, Levi's ex, will do chalitza again, but not yibum. So the Gemara is very bothered by what the, this Mishnah is introducing as a bigger chedesh. Says the Gemara, why was this Mishnah necessary? The truth is that it's really just the same thing as the previous Mishnah. You got the achalzisha scenario, and you got the extra wife coming in, so it's Sarah's achalzisha. And not only that, it's even less of a chedesh, the Gemara says. Why? Hashka, let's think it through. In the previous case, over there, what happened? What happened was that Shimon died and Levi did Yibam. So in that case, Shimon's wife is becoming really the co-wife to the unrelated wife. Meaning in every scenario, when you have co-wives, you always want to think like, who's the main wife and who's the second wife? So in the previous Mishnah, the main wife was the unrelated woman. Shimon died and Levi did Yibam, so the Achosisha is the extra one. So even though she's the extra one, so to speak, what did we say? Amit Nachos Asura, Lamaisa, they were together. So it becomes Saras Achosisha. So when Levi dies, neither will do Yibam. That's what the Mishnah told me in the first Mishnah, even though in that case, the Tsar is really the additional wife, the second wife, the, the Achosisha is the second wife to come in. 
still she's going to ask for the co-wife. So in our mission, the Nachos, Avatar, the Achazisha, in our case, who's the Iker woman? The sister. In our case, what happened was Levi died and Shimon did Yibam to the unrelated woman. So the sister that Shimon was married to the whole time, she was like the Iker woman. So the Ereva was more of the essential one. So Lokosha came, certainly it's going to ask for the Tzara's Ereva. So Ma, we learned in the previous mission that Tzara's Ereva asked Even where the Ereva was the second wife, certainly Ereva should ask for the Tzara where the Ereva was the first wife. So not only is our mission not saying anything novel, it's telling us less of a Chiddush. So the Gemara concedes to the question. He says an interesting thing in the style of Mishnah. Really what happened was, is that the Tana originally only thought that our Mishnah was true. They originally thought that the Din of Tzara's Erev was only where the Erev was the Iker wife and the Tzara comes afterwards, like our Mishnah. Whereas the scenario of the first Mishnah we originally thought was Taka Mutter, where the, the Erev comes in as, the, as woman number two, we originally thought that it doesn't answer. But what happened was, then the Tana reconsidered, he changed his mind, and he decided, no, even with the Erev comes second, she answers. So what happened was, so now we have two Mishnahis. So we're left with two Mishnahis because they were taught at separate times. So why? What's with the order? The Prat in the order is, since the new, real, the new Mishnah, the bigger Chiddush, was more close to the Tana. It was dearer to him because it was his new Chiddush of the day. So therefore, Akhtama, he put it first. Ah, so then why do you need our Mishnah? But a Mishnah I'm not going to knock out. So therefore we have our Mishnah as well. So basically, our Mishnah was first. We didn't think the first Mishnah was true. Then we were Mechadish the second Mishnah. We loved it. We, we, then we were Mechadish the first Mishnah. We loved the first Mishnah, so we teach it first. And well, so we don't get rid of our Mishnah, which was the original one. That's the style of how these two Mishnahs came to be. Now we talk about a third case. Shalaisha Achin, here you have three brothers, Reuben, Shimon, and Levi. This is such a Yisraelistic mission on Yivam. Two of Reuben and Shimon are married to two sisters, Achin, and two Nachos. Levi's married to an unrelated woman. Hope that sounds familiar. This is the case, same case. It's just what happens next is the variation. But Reuben, Shimon, and Levi, Reuben, and Shimon are married to two sisters. Levi's married to the unrelated woman. Here Shimon dies without children. Levi marries her in Yibum. Now what happens? Now the second brother's wife, Ruben's wife, also dies. And then the one who was married to the unrelated woman, then Levi dies childless. So what happened? What's happening here? He has his wife that he took in Yibum, Shimon's original wife, and his original wife are both falling to Ruvain for Yibum. So obviously, one of the widows, Shimon's, for, the, the Ruvain, Sh- I'm sorry, one of the, the widows, Shimon's previous wife was, was at one time the sister of Ruvain's wife, but now Ruvain's wife is dead. That's the extra chiddush of our Mishnah. Here in this Nefila Shnia, at the time that Levi is dying, is it Achos Isha now? Is Shimon's ex-wife, Shimon's widow, when it's falling out to Ruvain, is it an Erevah to him? It's not. Because what happened was, the wife of Ruvain died. And remember, a wife's sister is not Aser after death. So that's what's different and interesting about our case, is that the time that she's falling now, in this time, the second Nefila, when Levi dies, there's really no more Erevah of Achos Isha. So I would say at this time, why can't they both do Yibam? Again, what happened? First time that Shimon died, there was a problem. If you would say, can Reuven do Yibam? You would say, no way, it's Achos Isha. So the woman went out and did Yibam to, 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 to Levi. Great, all good. Now that in this time, at this moment, Reuven's wife is already dead, and now Levi dies, and now these two widows from Levi are falling, is there any erva to Reuven? At this point, there's not, because his wife already died. Achos Isha Lachar so it's not an erva. So you would say in Svarah, and this Nefila, now there's no erva. So now that Levi died, let Reuven take over the, the marriages that Levi had. 
There's no error for stopping that. Says the Mishnah, that's not the truth. Harezu Asura Lavalamis, the sister from Ruvain's deceased, deceased wife, meaning Shimon's widow, that even though now it's coming from Nefila Shniah from Levi, is Asur to Ruvain forever. Because she was once Asur. So this is a really lumdish din of Nasra. Since in one Nefila, since at the time that Shimon died, the woman was Nasra to Ruvain, because at that time she was Achosisha, even though then she moved on to another brother. And by the time the second brother Levi dies and she falls again to Ruvain. And this moment, there's no more erva because Ruvain's wife died. Still, we say once she was Aser, she's forever Aser. And, one, and what's the Vart? The Vart is because nothing can be matter the Eishas Ach from Shimon. Once the time that Shimon died, it was not possible to do Yibum because in that moment there was an erva. So what is defined as the status of the brother's wife from Shimon? It's an Eishas Ach that Reuven is not allowed to marry. Once it's an Eishas Ach that Reuven can't marry, even if now she goes to Levi and now Levi dies and at this moment from Levi's Eishas Ach is mutter. But what's going to be Matir Shimon's Eishazach? That's the Yisrael that did in Ezra. Didn't we have a case a couple of blood ago where you could have an Isser that gets removed once the situation... Yes. So we spoke about on Davchav Zion. What would be if there was a Hutra Bishas Nefila? If at the time that the Yibam happened, it was Mutter, and then it became Asr, like a sister, another sister fell to Zika at the same time, then she died. There it's mutter, because it was hutter, bishas, nefila, nasra, and then when it wants to become mutter, it becomes mutter again. Or, ravel, if the whole din is an erva only with the rabbanon, we don't say nasra at all. Because of the rabbanon, we're mako. But if I have an achos isha midar aisa, like our case, and it's nasra, bishas, nefila, then even if it comes around from another nefila again, you cannot say it, you can't say it. This is very yisraelistic halacha. I would almost have loved if this mishra would have been much earlier in your vomits. It would have been a lot of, let me say, there's a lot of aggravation to understand this din of Nazareth. So now the Gemara tells us that the truth is that an Amora said the din of Nazareth as well. That's Mamash Lalamdas. Any Yavama that at the time of the Nefila, at the time that she once fell to Yibam, you can't apply Yavama Yavalaha, you can't apply the din of Yibam. Her now, her Eishas Ach becomes defined and labeled like it has children, meaning it's an Eishas Ach that cannot get a hetter from Yibam. Remember, Abba said, that's the Lamdas. When you have an Achos Isha, that we're saying doesn't do Yibam, if you're Baal her, how many, how many Averis are you doing? Two. Achos Isha and Eishazach. Always remember that. Eishazach is Chotar to Yibam. If I have an error that's stopping Yibam, then the Eishazach is also awesome. So that's exactly where the Lundus of Nasser kicks in. Once it was Nasser B'Shav Safilo, there's no Heter on the Eishazach. So I don't care what's going to happen Afterwards, the Eishas Ach won't get a hat to Asura, she's Asur forever. And that's why, really, in our Mishnah, we already saw that, right? That's what we saw in the Nefila, in the Nefila Rishona when Shimon died, she was, she was Asur. So even though Levi did Yibam, now she falls from Levi, and the time she's falling from Levi, Ruben's wife already died, we still say it's Nasra. So the Gemara doesn't understand, therefore, what Rav's Chiddush is. My Kamash will learn what's Rav Chiddush. Tanina, we saw that in the Mishnah. That's the case of our Mishnah. Even though the Nefila Rishona, it was Asr, but by the Nefila Shniya, it's Mutter. We still say, you don't do even to the Nefila Shniya because it was Nasra and the Nefila Rishona. So the Gemara says, you might have thought, maybe that's only true because there were two separate Nefilas, right? In our Mishnah, there was Shimon's death and at that, from Shimon's death, it was also to Ruvain the whole way through. Levi then married her. Now Levi dies. Now there's a din of Nasra. You still can't take her over, even though at this time that Levi dies, there's no Achotisha anymore. Let's imagine a scenario where in the Nefila itself it switches. In other words, it was Achotisha at the time of death. But before, before anything major happened, just we waited around, and then suddenly the Achotisha went away. 
Suddenly the wife's sister died. Maybe in that case, there's no halacha of Nasra. In other words, maybe the nefila keeps on going, so to speak. And until, and as long as whatever, whatever reason happens, something changes to the status of the Arab, but maybe it could be okay. Rav tells us no, that if at the time of Nefila it's Asr, it's Asr forever. In the Mishnah you would have said, maybe that's only true where the whole Nefila was Asr and just it goes and did even to somebody else and now it's falling to a Nefila Shniya and there's no ever you say it's Asr. But if within the Nefila itself it switches, then maybe you would say it's allowed, Kamash Malan not. So that would be the case, like let's say, you know, you had two brothers marrying sisters, one, uh, what, what, one brother died, so it seems like it's Achaz Isha, and then the very next moment, the, 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 the Yavam's wife died. So Rav's telling us, even in that case, there's a Din of Nasser, even though it's in the Nefila itself still, but it wasn't Bishas the Nefila, at the time of death, there's a Yisrael of Nasser. Frank the Gavar, that's also a Mishnah. Hanami Tanina, listen to this Mishnah. Two brothers are married to two sisters. One dies. Exactly that case I just told you. And then right after the time of death of the deceased, then the, the, the Yavim's wife died. So we still say, We still say Nesra. So that Chedish that is also in a Mishnah. So Rav can't be telling, there's, there's two Mishnahs about Nesra. The Mishnah that we saw, where it's Nesra, the whole Nefilah, and then it's falling from a second Nefilah, we say Nesra. But then there's also the next Mishnah where it's changing within the Nefilah itself. So what's Rav's Chedish? What a heavy lump this year. Here we go. It's only in that Mishnah there were two brothers. So if there's only two brothers and Bishas Nefila was an Erva, so then what? At the moment, what, at the moment of Nefila, what, what was the, the status of the Yavama? She was free to go. Because if there was only one other brother, one surviving brother, there's only two brothers to begin with. One dies and, 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 and she's a wife's sister to, to the Yavam. So in the moment of Nefila, she's free to go. I, then the Yavam's wife's sister, I, the Yavam's wife dies, so the Erva goes away. No, but she was already free to go. Her Zika was Paka. She was gone. She was free to go. Once she's free to go, she's free to go. But consider a case where there were three brothers and in Bishas Nefila, so Reuven, Shimon, and Levi. Reuven and Shimon had married sisters and, and Levi did not. Reuven dies. Bishas Nefila, she's an Erva to, to Shimon and not an Erva to Levi. And the very next second... Shimon's wife dies. Even without Nesra, she wasn't pushed away. She couldn't have wasn't free to go. She would have done Yibam to Levi. So now that Shimon's wife dies in the Nefila itself, Ema, I may have said, since the whole time she was fit to do Yibam to Levi, so if Shimon's wife dies, so then she should be fit to do Yibam to Shimon as well. That even in this case, we don't say it. We say Nesra of Shachas is also forever. What's the lumbus of Nasra? Not what the lumbus that you said is that the HSF doesn't get a heter, I understand. But is there a svar for it? So Taisus and Bey very famously tells us. Taisus holds it to Gemara on Pei Zion that says it. But Taisus' opinion is that it comes from the Pasuk, that it's not nice to play with a person's mind. If you think you're Potter, and then suddenly the Chiyav comes, so that's, uh, there's something that's not nice about that. That's what Taisus on Davbe says. It's a fascinating tool that we use in halacha to decide, you know, is the heter chal only b'shas nefila or could it be chal at a later point? So the tool of Dark Noam says, no, it could only be chal b'shas nefila because otherwise it wouldn't be nice to the women. Fascinating thing in the Taisus. The bottom Taisus Davbe is Alf. Okay, all right. Now, until now, not so bad. Yes. It's interesting because there's no litzrar. No litzrar. In these cases. You don't need any tzrar. The litzrar was the main issue. Yeah, yeah. You don't need you don't need Litzra. Nesra, Nesra is just straight with the Arafah. It happens to be you could impact the Tsara as well, like in the case of the Nefila Shniya, like in the, in the Mishnah, but it's not based upon a Litzra. Yeah. All right. Now, this fourth Mishnah is where we just put things together. It's nothing that's going to drive us crazy. We just take it slow and simple in the Cheshman and we'll get it all clear. 
We have three brothers. Reuben Shimon Ali. Shimon 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 Chayos. Reuben Shimon are married to two sisters. Reuben Shimon Ali is married to an unrelated woman. Here we go. Girish Echonu Ba'alecha One of the husbands of the sisters, let's call it Shimon, divorced his wife. He divorced the sister. Umeis Nachli Nachos. Then the lady dies without children. Uknasa Amigarish. And now the one that had divorced his wife, Shimon, did Yibam. But it's not at Saras Ereva. Why? Because they were never overlapping. The Ereva was already divorced before Shimon had ever done Yibam. Umeis. And now Shimon dies childless. So who's fallen to Yibam? Levi's ex-wife that now was, got married to Shimon has fallen. So in that case, could she do Yibam? 100%. She's not at Saras Ereva. She never even overlapped in marriage with Ereva. Zuisha Amru. This is an application of the Mishnah on that base. Even though it's not at Saras Ereva. But if the Ereva was divorced, then it's not called Saras Ereva. So the Ereva here was divorced before Shimon had ever married this unrelated woman. So it's not Saras Ereva. So... The Gemara already makes an amazing diak here. Let's start off with one diak and then we'll come to another diak. So but maybe I should even just remind us of the other point before we even start. So we just have it in our mind. What would be if, let's say, Shimon did not divorce his wife first. Let's say Levi died first. Shimon did Yibum. 100%. It's an unrelated woman. That's totally fine. Then Shimon divorced his wife. Then Shimon died. So there was an overlap between the Tzara and the Erva, but they weren't a Tzara and an Erva together at the time of Shimon's death. Would there be a Din Tzara's Erva? Clearly our Mishnah implies, yes, there would be. We learned on Daf Beis that it's a whole Shiloh that's true. Depends on the Lamdas back in Daf Yudgimon, the Sunnah, Rishonim, Apilim, and Misa, Palace. the time of Tzara's Erva depend on, depend on, uh, the time of death, or does, if there was any overlap between them in marriage, are they also? So we're going to have to remember that, that our Mishnah does really imply that if there was any overlap, even though they weren't together at the time of death, that it would still be Tzara's Erev. Our Mishnah said the case was, Shimon divorced his wife, then Levi died, then Shimon married. So, so we'll come back to that. So first we make one inference in the Gemara. Time of the Gishra and it's only because there was Gershin, and then Levi died. Let's say Levi died, Shimon divorced his wife, and then Shimon did Yibam. So Shimon divorced his wife only after Levi died. Then the Mashmal says Asura. Then when Shimon dies, Levi's, Levi's widow would be Asura to Reuven. Why? What's the pshat? She was never a Tzara's ever, right? Lamai said Shimon divorced his wife before he, he took Levi's widow. The pshat is, Amar Vashri, Zizu Maris, Yezika, Filo because of Yezika. Even before Shimon took her, the Zika was Machai of him to take her. So out the Yesh Zika, Zika is treated like marriage. So it's treated like there was an overlap between the Tsar and the Arab. So even though Shimon subsequently divorced his wife before he took Levi, actually, Levi's wife actually, but they already overlapped in Zika. And even though the Zika was to Reuven also, to two brothers, Yesh Zika, So Frekti Gamar, wait a second, what did we start off with? Ravashi just said that from the fourth Mishnah on the Ahmed, we inferred Yesh Zika. From the top Mishnah on the Ahmed that we started with, it's only because you did Mimer, remember? We inferred in zika filo b'charach. So it's a stira from the, from, from the implication of the fourth Mishnah to the implication of the first Mishnah. So the Gemara would answer, no. Why did we say from the fir, for the first Mishnah was mashma in zika? Because it was only when Levi did Maimar without Maimar, it's mashma. They wouldn't be Tzara Sarefa. We had a kasha. Why didn't you say from the zika to Tzara Sarefa? Amalach Ravashi. Ravashi will tell you, I didn't have to love him with Maimar. Really, the same law would be even without Maimar. Because of Yezika, what would it be? In the top Mishnah, we would also say, 
that the unrelated woman who requires chalitza can't do yibum because through the yeshika it's saras arba. This that the Tana said that Maimer was done. We're just coming to exclude from Bishami's opinion that if you do Maimer, then it's Kona Kenyan Gummer. And if that would happen, then when after Levi would do Maimer with Shimon's widow, who would be a full fledged wife, and now his first wife would be a total Tsaras Ereva. If he would die, now the first wife would be total, they would be totally discharged without even more chalitza. So Kamashmol and the Tana wanted to tell us the local Beishamai, that we don't call it Beishamai, and Maimer is only kona b'mixas. So basically, what is Ravashi doing? Ravashi is taking away from our Mishnah, Yeshi Kafi Lutre, and now we have to go and address the original diak that we made from the first Mishnah. On the first Mishnah, where Levi did Maimer, we said it's only because he did Maimer that the Tzara now is going to Chalitza, not Yibam. And we're saying it sounds like if just with the Zika alone, it wouldn't have done that. So you see, it ain't Zika. And Ravashi is answering, no. Really, even without Maimer, the law would be the same. It only said Maimer to exclude from Beishamah. And Beishamah's view, if you did Maimer, it'd be Konakin and Gamar, and then there wouldn't even need Chalitza. Kamash and then no, you still need Chalitza, even though you did Maimer. So we clarified Ravashi. Ravashi is trying to learn both Mishnayasim going with Yeish Zika. Rav Nachman was the one who did from the top Mishnah. He inferred Ein Zika. From the top Mishnah, he said that since it said you did Maimar, it's Mashmah without Maimar, they'd be Mutter. You don't become a Tzaras ever through Zika because Ein Zika. So now Kasha the Ravashi, what are we going to do with the bottom Mishnah? And now we're bottom Mishnah. It sounded like the only reason that Levi's wife is mother to do Yibam to Ruvain after Shimon did Yibam to her is because Shimon had already divorced his wife. It's mashma if he would only divorce her after the death of Levi. And she would be also vice versa because it was Saras Erva through the Zika. So the Kasha is, I, Rav Nachman, implied from the first Mishnah in, in Zika. The Chitema, maybe you're going to tell me. Really, the law would be the same even if Levi died and then Shimon divorced his wife. Still, the, the co-wife, Levi's widow, would be mother because they were never really co-wives. Because ain't Zika. But if so, what is the Zuhi coming to exclude? Meaning, if we're going to say it's the same, then what is the Tana coming to exclude? The Mishnah said, this is the case that we say, What are we coming to exclude? If we're saying it would be true, even if Shimon would divorce his wife after the death of Levi, because they're still not Saras Erva, because we go Ein Zika, then what is the Mishnah coming to exclude? So in other words, we're willing to entertain a possibility of saying the Mishnah is Lav Dafka, that the divorce happened, before the death of Levi. We're willing to say that it could be the same if I tweak that variable and he divorced her after Levi's death because it ain't Zika. But we just have to come up with what then is the Mishnah coming to teach me. The Mishnah is coming to say, here it's not Saras Ereva. As opposed to what? Don't tell me as opposed to if he divorced her after Levi died because you're saying it would be the same thing. So as opposed to what? So maybe you're going to tell me. To exclude a case where Shimon married Levi's widow in Yibam and he then divorced the wife. If he would marry Levi's widow first, then there would be a clear overlap between the Erva and the Tzara. And even if he subsequently divorced his wife and then he died, we would still say it's Tzara's Erva. Because once you overlapped in marriage with Tzara's Erva, you're also forever, even though at the time of the death, at the time of the Nefila Yibam, you're not Tzara's Erva. So now it's all good. Now we've done well. We've said, again, the Mishnah said, that just to say over what the Mishnah said, the Mishnah said that the case was Shimon divorced his wife, then Levi died, then Shimon did Yibam, then when Shimon dies, the halacha is that the, the, the widow can do Yibam to Ruvain. What would be if I tweak it one of two ways? Rav Nachman is going to say, if I tweak it in the way that, 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 that Shimon divorced only after Levi died, and then he took Levi's wife, it wouldn't make a difference. It wouldn't make a difference, because in Zika, so there's Viter notes, there's no Tsaras Erev. As the Rebbe Nachman said, I already saw from the top Mishnah, Ein Zika, our Mishnah also was Ein Zika. If I tweak that way, it won't matter. 
But if I tweak it the way that Levi died, Shimon did Yibum, and there now is an overlap in marriage between the Erva and the Tzara, and now Shimon divorces, now when Shimon dies, there would not be Yibum. That would be Tzara Sarava. That's what the mission is coming to exclude. So Akhti Gemara, that's very Gishmak. If you want to take that away, we've got to throw ourselves back into Dafyud Gimel. And Dafyu Gimel, we asked the stira between the, that, this very diak of our Mishnah and the diak of Daf Beis. And Daf Beis, it, actually, the implication was that if you're not a Tsaras Erva at the time of death, you're not also. Here, we're coming out that if you're a Tsaras Erva at any point, even now at the time of death, it would, be, it would, it would remain also. So, that would all be good if you want to go like what Rabbi told us in Daphne Gimel. To Amar, he said that there are Tavra, you have to break up the Mishnah, there is a contradiction. Whoever taught Daphne Beis doesn't hold of Daphne Lamit. I Tanis Avra Misa Mapelas, the Tan of Daphne Beis old Misa Mapelas, so the determination of Tsar's Erev was the time of death. But our Mishnah on Daphne Lamit, I Tanis Avra Nisunu Shen Rapilip, that the original marriages was causing the woman to fall to Yibum. So, as long as you were Tsar's Erev at any point during the marriage, even if the time of the Misa you're not, it doesn't matter. Then we could say, like we just said, we could say Zui Lamute Kanavsov Girish, we could say that the Zui is coming to exclude. Kanas Vilabasov Girish, where he first did Yibum to the lady's wife and then he divorced the erva, the sister, and then he died. We could say exactly like that, that that would be Tsar's erva. But it's not coming to speak about the Zika point because really ain't Zika. Then everything would be good. Eli Isav like Rava, if I'm not going to hold like Rava, what did Rava say? Rava wanted to say, Lolum Chatana. Really, it's the same Tana we told both, both Mishnayas. And really what? Really, we go after the Shas Misa. Everyone knows Misa Mapelas. Aye, what was the Chiddush of our Mishnah? Zui in Sarach Lamar Zukatani. Our Mishnah said the bigger Chiddush on Daf Beis first, that if they're not Saras Erva at the time of, Nefi, at the, time of the, the death and Vila Yibam, they're not Asar. And then we said the Mishnah on Daf Lamed like to say, and certainly if they were never together at all, that it's not Saras Erva. That's what Rava said. So then what's our Mishnah coming to exclude? So what is our Mishnah saying? Zui Lemute Mai, what would this coming to be coming to exclude? You can't say it's coming to exclude the case where Shimon did Yibam and then Shimon divorced his wife because Taka in that case is also Mutter, according to Rava. So what is it coming to exclude? Must be Elamai, it's coming to exclude the case of the Zika. What we didn't want to say is that, what, 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 let's say Ravashi would tell you, which is that if, if, if Levi dies before Shimon divorces the wife, and now they're together in Zika, they're together in Zika, and then, then it would happen that Shimon would die, then there would be Tzaras B'Zika. So the Gemara says, You're right. You know what you have to say? You have to say that Rav Nachman holds like Rav Yirmiyah. If Rav Nachman wants to get, wants to get out of the, the, the Zika diak, and he wants to say that the diak is only where they overlapped and then there was a divorce, then he must go like Rav Yirmiyah, that our Mishnah holds, that Saras Erva would be determined from the Nisuin, not from the Misa. You're right. If you want to put together in Cheshbin to make our diak work, there's some diak from the Mishnah that something's also. It's either the Zika or it's the Nisuin who should not peeling. So if, 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 if Rav Nachman holds in Zika, then Behechrech, he has to make the diak like Rav Yirmiyah, the Nisuin who should not peeling. So now the Gemara goes over to Ravas. Ula Rava, this is just a little chesh. Ula Rava, Rava was being medayik from the, didn't want to be medayik from the Sunni Shrine Mapilam, right? Rava wanted to go Misa Mapels from our mission as well. So, Anichas, I'll look at Rav Ashi because, like Rav Ashi, that the Zika Laser, Zulamutu Mesfulo Girish. So, we'll say that that's the case, that the Zui is coming to be my Mesfulo Girish, where Levi died, they're together in the Zika, and then Shimon died. They're together in the Zika, and that would Asr. Then, then, but that's all good if you hold the Zika, like Rav Ashi. If you want, if Rav would hold like Rav Nachman, that ain't Zika, and then Zulim Mutemai. What's, what's our mission coming to exclude? Rav has to hold like Rav Ashi. 
Bikitzur, this is what's so cool in Cheshmer Abshat. There's a machlokas Rav Nachman Ravashi if yeh zika or ain zika. The question is, what does our Mishnah hold? Ravashi wanted to say our Mishnah holds yeh zika, and the dika of the Mishnah is that 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 if Levi would die before Shimon divorced the, his wife, so they're together in the zika now. Now if Shimon dies, they're tzara zarefa. That was what Ravashi wanted, and and Rav Nachman held ain zika. That didn't wouldn't be true. So what's our Mishnah coming to exclude? So that's totally in China, it's the Machlokas. And the Machlokas between Rava and Rav Nachman. The Machlokas Rava and Rav, and Rav Nachman is, does our Mishnah hold Tsaras, that there's a dinner of Tsaras Erva, but Nisun and Rishayna. Even if they were divorced at the time of death, but they were overlapped in their marriage, is there a dinner of Tsaras Erva? Rav Yermia holds there is, Rav holds there is not. So Rav Nachman, who holds that our Mishnah is not coming to exclude the case of Zika, he'll tell you he's coming to exclude the case where Shimon did Yibam and then he divorced. And the Mishnah is coming to say Nishin Rishonim Apilim and their Taka is a din of Tzaras Erva, even though he then divorced his wife after they were together. Rava cannot say that. Rava cannot say that. He must hold the Deek of the Mishnah. It's like Ravashi. The kids of Rava teams up, who holds Misma Pelas, teams up with Ravashi that the Deek of the Mishnah is the Yezika and the Zika Asers. Rav Yirmi holds the student of Shainam Apilim. So he'll go better with the Rav Nachman that ain't Zika. The Mishnah is not coming to tell him the Deek of the Zika. The Zika Taka wouldn't answer. The Mishnah is coming to tell me the Deek where if Shimon took an Ibam, then Shimon divorced, and then Shimon died, they would still be Tsaras Erev because the student of Shainam Apilim. What a cheshman. That's a hard cheshman to put together the machlekes rava mit Reb Yirmi about Nisun Roshayin and Mapilim to put that together with machlekes Reb Nachman and Reb Ashi about Zika. Obviously, that's a hard cheshman. It's just cheshman about what the mission was coming to exclude. The mission spoke about the case that I clearly was trying to exclude something. It spoke about a case where, where Shimon divorced his wife and then Levi died. Why did it say that? Is it coming to exclude a case where he divorced, where, 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 where Levi died, he was married now together with the Tsarist Erev, then he divorced and he died? Is that what the town is trying to show you? That's Rav Nachman, that's Rav Yirmiya? Or is the Mishra trying to show me, exclude a case where Levi died, now they're together with the Zika, and now Shimon dies, and in that case, that they're Tsarist Erev, that's Ravashi slash Rava. Okay, we got through it. Zalk the Mishnah. The Kulan, all of the cases of Arayis and the Mishnah and Daftes. What if you don't know that the Erev was really married? Meaning, again, you have two sisters, Reuben and Shimon married, two sisters, Reuben dies, it's Achosisha, right? But what if you don't know that there was, they were actually married? You don't know if Reuben's marriage ever went through. How do you not know if something of a marriage went through? So the Gemara will say, you know, you give a Kedushin, you're not sure if it was actually, if it landed, if the ring landed close enough to her to make a condition. You know, it's self a condition. So you don't know if it's really an Arvaliibu. So if a cool and trying to make a condition, okay, Rishim is Suffolk, or you don't know if she was divorced. You don't know if Ruben divorced his wife. Might be it's a Suffolk if it was a Gerishim. Then I really called Tsara So if there was another wife, that's a tsara. So she's a suffix if she's a tsara's erva. If the erva was married to Ruvain, she's a tsara's erva. Or if she wasn't divorced, she's a tsara's erva. But if she was never married, or if she was divorced, then it's not a tsara's erva. So what does the tsara do in that case? Why? Because that covers their base. They're doing chalitza because of the possibility that they, the erva is married. They're not going to do the possibility that the erva is not married, and they're not going to do yibam out of the possibility that the erva is married. What is the case of a questionable kedushin? Zarkal kedushin. This 
this guy who's now dead, he had thrown a Kedushin, you know, money for Kedushin. He threw it to this sister, Savik Harvlo, Savik Harvlo. It was questionable if the ring landed closer to him or closer to her. Meaning, if it landed closer to him, then, then, then halachically in Kenyan, it's not Chal. If it landed closer to her, then halachically in Kenyan, it is Chal. It's a Suffolk. And we're going to see in the Gemara, maybe different witnesses are saying different things. We'll have to see exactly how you have such a Suffolk. We'll get into it in the Gemara. Al-Kopadim, it's a Suffolk. Now, Lamai, so if, they, if there was ever a Kedushin. So the other co-wife doesn't know she's a co-wife. That was Safek Kedushin, right? But what is Safek Gerishin? All sorts of get, which are good Midaraisa, but not good, are not good Midarabonon. Like, let's say the husband wrote the get in his own handwriting, but there's no other witnesses. So that, that, that Midarabonon, they said that it's no good. Midaraisa, it's good. It's very interesting. Like, the Xavi was like, when you write it with his own handwriting, it's legally binding. Midaraisa, people might come to use a get. That even where it's not from the handwriting of the husband, where it has no witnesses, where it's not good, even good midaraisa. So the rabbi said that such a get is no good. Or Yeshua Venim Uzman, let's say there are witnesses, but it doesn't have a date. So why does a get need a, get, a date? So that's a whole sugin get in Gitin. But trust us that that's a dirabonan that he needs a get. So midaraisa is a good get, midarabonan it's not. Or if there is a date, but Lamaisa only has one witness. So someone other than the husband wrote it, and there's only one witness. So Midaraisa, it's good because the sofa himself, whoever wrote it, could be considered like the second witness. But uh, it's Midrabanan, we said it's no good. And uh, that's why all these cases, Zeus, Suffolk, Gershon, these are questionable divorce. Now you're going to see, obviously, it's not a questionable divorce. It's not really a Suffolk. It's more like it's a divorce by Torah law, but not a divorce, minor divorce by, not a divorce by rabbinic law. So since Midaraisa, she's divorced. So now that the, the tsara needs chalitza, right? Because midaraisa, she's not a tsara's erva. But since midaravanan, she is, the erva is not divorced, so the tsara can't do yibum because midaravanan, she's still a tsara's erva. It's not really a questionable divorce. It's more like a trap between the daraisa and the rabbinic world. And you see in the Mishnah, the contrast, right? Why didn't the Mishnah say a case of a Suffolk Gershon? What, you can't come up with a case of a Suffolk Gershon? So when it came to Kedushin, we spoke about a real Suffolk. When we spoke about Gershon, we didn't really speak about a Suffolk. We spoke about a case where a get is good on a Daraisa level, not good on a Darabonan level. So that's the opening diuk here in the Gemara. The Ilu Begerishin, Suffolk, Karavla, Suffolk, Speak about the same case. A person has a get, he throws it to his wife. If it lands closer to her, she is divorced. If it lands closer to him, she is not divorced. Why don't you speak about that case? It would be the same thing. And then it would be more Gishma, because it's a Daraisa Suffolk, right? If it landed closer to her, she's divorced, and then the Tzara could even do Yibam. If it landed closer to him, she's not divorced, and then the Tzara doesn't even, doesn't even need Chalitza. But because we don't know, so we'll say that she needs Chalitza and shouldn't do Yibam to cover her basis. Why don't, why didn't the Mishnah say that? Why do we have to run and switch the case by Gerishin and say that the case is where was it the rice again and not a good get Midrabana? See, there's an implication here. You know the implication? That in that case, Hitaka wouldn't be a Suffolk. We would assume that it wasn't a get. Since it landed in a questionable area, we don't know if it was divorced. We actually would assume she was not divorced. And how do I get that implication? Must be, that's why the Tana didn't discuss it. But Frank the Gemara, my time, but what in the world is the reason for that? Meaning, it's a suffolk. From the fact that the Tana omitted that case, the implication would be that case, we don't consider it a real suffolk divorce. It would be like for sure she was not divorced. So it's a vaday suffolk. It's a vaday tsaras erva and she doesn't even need chalitza. But the question is, why should that be? Lamai says it's a suffolk divorce. So shouldn't she require chalitza in that case, me suffolk? So the pekitza azoi. There's an implication from the Mishnah that if he throws her the gap and we don't know who landed closer, there's an implication that we're, we're like, Somehow, for sure, treating it like there was no divorce and saying that Tsaras Erva doesn't need Chalitza. But every ounce of logic doesn't understand. Lamais, it's a Suffolk. So if it's a Suffolk, Gerishin, so we have a Suffolk if she needs Chalitza. On the Tzad, the get landed 
closer to her, and that sister was divorced, that Sarah needs chalitza. So how are you pottering her without chalitza? It's a suffix l'chumra. And for the Gemara, Amar There's no chazaka here. What chazaka? The woman, let say this is all the lumdus of chazaka. Kishmak of sugi here. The co-wife of the erva before the get was thrown, she had a chazaka that she's projected to be potter from yibum if her husband would die. Now it's a fascinating lumdus because it's projected. The husband didn't die yet, right? The husband's busy throwing getting outside to the sister. The husband is alive right now. But the co-wife is projected that if any moment right now the husband would die, she would be potter from Yibam. Because right now the co-wife is, she's a co-wife to an Arab. So she's bechezgas p'tur liyibam in a projected sense. That if her husband would die, she would be potter. Umisafik Now you, what do you want to say? If I don't know if the get is thrown closer to him or her, to the sister, then we should assume, you know, that that that, that we have to be chayshish l'chumra, that maybe it was closer to the girl, she's divorced, and now the co-wife Taka is aser. She needs to do chalitza before she can marry. Al tasra and misafik. Chazaka says you don't aser her misafik. In the Velt, we coined this Chazaka, Chazaka de Rabbah. Normally, Chazaka works what is now a stage. But here, the Din was only a potential. It was a projection of Halacha. It wasn't a current Halacha. Right now, she's an Ashes Ish. She's married, right? She can't go marry somebody else. But the Vart is, this married woman is projected that when her husband dies, she'd be able to marry anybody. She's not going to be stuck with no Zika Le'ibum. Ah, you're coming to disrupt that projection by saying that there was a get that was Chal and maybe now she's always Saras Erev and she needs Chalitza. Unless you know that sure, then you don't do that. If there's such a Chazaka, where you could Chazaka based on a projected status, so say the same thing with Kedushin. With Kedushin, it goes the opposite. What do we mean? A woman is married, she's projected that she's going to do Yibam if her husband dies. And now what happens? The husband goes and it's a suffix if he took an erva. It's a suffix if his Kedushin was Makadish and other sisters. Before that Kedushin was thrown, before he threw the sister the money, the other co-wife was projected that she was mutter to Yibam. She was projected that she would be allowed to marry the bro- the, her, her brother-in-law after her husband would die childless. You want to ask her a suffix that maybe she became a Tzara's erva. Don't ask her a suffix. So if I care, it's here the Chazaka is going to say we should allow her to do Yibum. Elamai, what do you see? Because you don't make Chazaka with projected dinim. You only make Chazaka with dinim that are present. You know why we don't say it over there? Over there it's L'chumra. It's a stringency. What do we mean it's a stringency? Really, she should be allowed to marry the Yavim Chazaka. But we ask her Midrabanon. We ask her Midrabanon not to do it. So it's very interesting. Over there, now obviously, what's the, what's the obvious question? Why didn't you say by divorce also L'chumra? Right? What, are, what, are we, what are we saying? We're saying by divorce, you have the, 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 the chazaka that she's mutter l'ashok and not any chalitza. So even though you have the safik, if, if that changed, al tasra and safik. Same thing. Why don't you say l'chumra? What's the difference between this l'chumra and that l'chumra? Here l'chumra wants to say you could do yibum, right? So we're saying, no, l'chumra, we don't rely on it. So by kedushin, by ger, the safik gerishin also, we should say that l'chumra she can't marry without chalitza. So the Gemara will ask that. The Gemara will get to that. That's a hard question. But first, the Gemara just doesn't understand one other thing. Very nice, you're being machmer and letting her do yibum, but it's a chumrah that's going to make a leniency. Why? Because if you're going to say, don't do yibum, then what happens? People are going to say, oh, if you're not saying don't do yibum, it must be that the rabbis knew that the kedushin that was made to the sister was a good kedushin. It might happen that the one who did the savik will go ahead and, be, and, and marry the sister and marry the sister of the one who had the suffix, he might do it. Why? Because over there, we're saying, L'chumrah, she doesn't do Yibam. So what's the Pshad? Elamai, what are we saying? 
Woman, Reuben was originally married. He did a he did a suffolk kedushin with the with 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 the daughter. So now when he goes and he and and, and, he, and he's makadish to sister, you want to know is it a kedushin? So if the rabbis previously were saying lechumra, we're coming to say that the tsarist ever doesn't do yibo, and because of that, potentially it sounds like we're saying we know whether or not there was a marriage. or said What if a stranger will be makadish the woman who had the suffolk kedushin? No, be makadisher. We give him the asr lamar letsarli bume. If you're answering the co-wife to be taken in Yibam, Amri, people are going to say, the Kama, the Kedushin, the first Kedushin was good, with the Basra Kedushin. The Kedushin that the second one was made was not good because it was with a married woman. You know, people are going to say that the rabbis knew it was a good Kedushin. So if that's why they answered the co-wife to Yibam, because they knew that the, 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 the woman was really married. So if you're going to be all Machmer, not the, the co-wife to Yibam, people are going to say that means the rabbis knew that the Kedushin that was made to the other sister was a Vadai, and that will make an impact that if somebody else tries to make a Kedushin or whatever it is, we'll like to completely dismiss it, even though we don't really know it's true. So the Gemara answer is, Since we're saying, don't do Yibam, but you also need Chalitza, everybody will understand, it's not that we were poached that the Kedushin was Chal. It's just that we're saying L'Chumra not to do it. So we have to stop here, because that's the end of the daf and our time is up. But we're mamish in the middle of a Cheshmer. We'll come back tomorrow and we'll go back. What's the missing? Gerishin, Kedushin, and we'll get nice and wild.